Okay. Hello, hello, hello. I am here with the one and only Chase Ellswick for the 98th episode <laughs> of the Mental Threads podcast. If you'd like to say something, you're free to do so. What's up, everybody? Yeah, <laughs> me and Chase go back to freshman year at Queens Grant High School, and like that, that was like a weird experience, man. Man, Queens Grant was some other shit, man. It was, it was stupid. Yeah, it was. <laughs> very, very stupid. You know, I mean, even, even like earlier day, I was just thinking about like, dude, I got like severe PTSD from like, you know, how like how people were from that school, man. Man, people. People at Queens Grand, it, it was kind of cutthroat there, man. <laughs> like anybody did anything that was severely out of line in any way, and like the entire school would like cut you off. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was like so weird. Cause I know we we're just like, um, I know it's kind of like a small school and everything yeah. like that. But it was just even that, like even people like probably like try to speak like rumors on people. I think someone said sent out a rumor saying that I hit a girl and everything like that. And I'm like, fuck? what? And I'm like, why would you need to do all that to get to me? Yeah. Like, why would you not just confront me? Yeah, that, that's fucked up, man. Like stuff like that. It's like, why? What's the point? <laughs> I mean, I guess because a lot of them just took that high school situation so serious. You know what I think? I think a lot of them were kind of like picked on too at one point. And I think it should, instead of just learning from it, just like, oh, I should probably treat people the way I want to be treated. It's like, oh, when I'm put in a position where I can look down at somebody, like, ooh, feel the power or something like that. And there's no power. Like, it was a freaking trailer park school. Yeah, it like literally, like, it, it was nothing but trailers. Like, there, <laughs> it, there, there was no point for anybody putting anybody else down for anything you know like we were all there in the same shit doing the same shit but yeah people felt the need to speak ill of others for their own personal gain i guess i don't know didn't make any sense to me yeah it was just weird because like when you go to college and everything everything is like so vast like i don't know you, you haven't gone to college did you no i was i was supposed to go into the army but then senior year i broke my collarbone and they said i couldn't go so all the scholarships and everything that i had and i guess not scholarships but i would have used the gi bill to go to school and i just didn't and now i'm trying to like save myself up some money so I can put myself through CPCC to take uh, veterinary medicine classes. Oh, so you're trying to be a vet, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, right now I'm actually working at like a vet clinic, like just trying to get hands-on experience. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, that's good, man. Dude, getting a job is so crazy, bro. I don't even know, like, even when I went to CPCC some years ago, which I got PTSD from there, too. Because <laughs> those of us are the same Queens Grand people. But, um, yeah, man, even when I went to CPCC, like, really, like, you know, trying to find my footing first. At first, I was going to school for, like, for pharmacy because like my mom says oh you know go to school for pharmacy you gotta get with the pharmacist like you know like i had a biology class like with a what's her name um you know the another chemistry class teacher uh what was her name she had snow white hair i can't believe i forgot about her name she was so cool to me but it was just was that the teacher that lost her foot yeah ah, shit, i can't remember her name man i know she was in the science block 
Yeah, no, I know. She was really cool and everything. I I really hate that I forgot because she was a really, really cool person yeah. and everything. But she had to leave early that, that semester. And it was just like, you know, so the whole class, I didn't get nothing. I didn't get, I didn't understand shit. Like nothing. <laughs> I didn't even take a biology class. So it's just like, you know, it's like I just didn't, I, I wasn't, I was ill prepared for that chemistry class and, yeah. and then CPCC. So it's just, I got flat F. <laughs> I, was, I kept trying to depend on someone else giving me the answer. I'm like, maybe this isn't a good sign <laughs> that I'm in the right class if i keep trying to look over at the test like mm, be straight straining the hell out of them eyes man <laughs> i need it neck trying to get the answer and i need glasses too so it's just like you know why would i even put myself through that i know what you mean i got fucking glaucoma in one of my eyes and the doctor was like oh yeah man you should uh you should really get some glasses. I was like, nah, I don't need them. I'm fine. Like, how about you fix my fucking eyes? Yeah. Like, that'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be nice if you would fix my eyes, sir. But it's just like, you know, yeah, man, it's just, it's just be one of those, those things, man. It's, I don't, I can't even believe I graduated college, bro. Like, I, I had to transfer. I didn't even, I wouldn't, CBCC didn't even help. Congratulations. I mean, well, you kind of, it kind of helped with the credits and everything, but it was just like, I was fucking up, so my GPA was kind of shit. So I had to leave because my GPA kept being shit and everything. You know, I thought if I just left the central uh, campus and went straight to like the, you know, the campus closer, you know, you know, the one that's closer out to Matthews area not the one the one that yeah Levine Levine and it was just like um yeah I was there too and it was cool for a little bit like but it's like you know I failed public speaking class like three times and it's like no 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 I didn't fail through I failed it twice and the third time I got around Rowan Cabarrus and everything because it's just not because there was anything wrong with the speak just the first time we had assignments I I never did the assignments I just thought it was just straight just speech yeah. it was just <laughs> It's public speaking. We gotta write shit down. Like what? I know what you mean, man. <laughs> like it's just like I don't know. There was just more elements that I just wasn't keeping up with. Like it's just the only class I was doing good with because I was like because I was like that was like the semester I was like barely at school because it was just like I was going through so much stuff and everything. You know, people were talking mess and stuff. It's just people turning back, and I just I just couldn't get the energy to just go to school. You know, because I got depression too and everything. So it's just like. Um, you know, I was losing a whole lot of my body weight too. Like it was like so bad to where you could see my ribs at one point. Yeah, I've definitely been there. Definitely been there, yeah, yeah, man. Like after high school, your your weight just fluctuates for a while because you're really trying to transition and you really have to configure a plan for yourself. And it's just you just don't know, man. Man, I spent damn like three years in a funk after high school, just trying to figure out my plan because all of my plan fell apart after I couldn't go to the army. But I mean. Yeah. You know, we all got to, like, pick up and keep going. That's that's the hardest part about it. I mean, because, like, your whole fucking world could be falling apart, and you still got to keep going, and it sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, because, uh, you know, I got a condition that I got, like, uh, that sprang up when I was 18. That's one of the reasons why I was, like, uh, um, depressed and everything, because like, I didn't know what I was going to do to really, like, you know, live life after that. And it was just, like, you know, like, I'm still trying to find a cure and everything, and it's just, like, you know, my next step is going to have to cost, like, about $3,700. And that's, like, on, that's, like, a discount. <laughs> and, like, like, it's, like, fully, but, like, I can just put down 2700 and everything. So it's, like, I have to find some way to get, get a job and, like, save up the money to invest into that, because apparently I have to do it all by myself now, because I don't think my parents are really 
too keen on just dumping their money, you know, to something that may work or not. So it's just like, you know, it's just a lot that I deal with, you know, so it's just, yeah, but it's just, at least you had like a place to stay and everything like that, you know. I'm very, I'm, I'm definitely very thankful for the place where I'm at now because I, um, so I lived with my parents for like two years after high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time I was not, my parents and I did not have a good relationship. A lot of that was on me. Yeah. Um, some of it was on them, but I got kicked out. I spent, you know, like two weeks living under a bridge with all my shit that I had. Just like I, I say living under a bridge, I was going out and doing shit during the day, but then I would go there to sleep at night because I was honestly too prideful mm-hmm. to ask for anybody's help. That's all right. And then um, finally, one of my friends from work uh, overheard me talking about it, just like shooting the shit with somebody. And she was like, um, no, get your shit. You're coming to my house. I, I think you know her actually, Amy Houston. Do you remember her? Yeah, yeah, I remember Amy Houston. Like she used to date Taylor at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we talked about her a little bit, I think, last time. But not, not the too derogatory. It's just we were cool. Yeah, and everything. But yeah, yeah, she's a really cool person. Yes, yeah, and everything. Remember she my friend Hunter. Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do I know her? No, he didn't go to Queens Grand. He went to Hickory Grove for school, uh, and I knew him since we were like kids. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, if you know he's a good guy, then like you know, praise to Amy and everything. But it's just like you know, I remember when he used to when she used to go with out that one dude. Like, like I think he had the little emo haircut. Or, yeah. Yeah, I remember Jacob. I actually worked with Jacob at uh, Academy Sports in Matthews for a little while. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob's a cool dude. He's all right. Yeah. To you, I just. I just couldn't see it. I don't know. Everyone's relationship's different. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's just like, so it's like, I guess everyone just kind of sees different sides. You know, some people not, might not mess with me. Some people might not mess with you and everything. But like, we know each other enough yeah. to be like, you know, we, we get each other to, to that degree and stuff of that nature. So it's just like, you know, that's really crazy that you were able to overcome that and everything like that. You know, like I, I never been on the verge of homelessness and everything. I guess some about African parents. Like, yeah, they would drive you crazy, but they're not going to throw you out very often and everything so it's just you know like you know, it's just like they might say some off the wall type shit but it's just like you know they'll they'll make you stay home because it's just so you being out there homeless will make them look bad so it's like it's just, they just couldn't do that and everything of that nature well on, honestly um the real breaking point for my parents kicking me out was the the stress of me and my mom fighting so much like we were like having screaming matches in the house um mm-hmm. My dad had, he was born with an extra cell in his heart. So he already has an irregular heartbeat Mm. and, um, it caused him to have a heart attack. He was under so much stress Mm. and, you know, he survived it, but he still had a heart attack. And so my mom, like that was the final straw basically. She was like, get the hell out, like get your shit and go. Um, and I think that they thought that I was just going to go like stay with one of my friends, but you know, I was young, I was hard headed and I was like, the fuck that shit. I'm going to go, I'm going to go make a man of myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's not, not the brightest, no, man, it but the it brightest. happens like, well, we, especially something after that high school. So uh, you're not going to be the brightest type of person and everything. There's a lot of mistakes that I've made and people who I've trusted and people who I thought were like my friends and everything that I regret like heavily. Like you were like I'm like years, some like six, five years away from some of these events. I still have PTSD. Like I think about it every day. Like why did I even mess with these people? You know, and yeah. it's just like you know, 
it's just it's really really messed up but it's just like you know for you to like uh, have to go through that you know you gotta be very strong to even go two weeks and everything let alone like a day and you didn't even have a car right not at the time no my parents i the only car that i had access to back then was their car and they only let me drive it like to and from work and occasionally i could go hang out with my friends in it um doesn't mean I didn't take it to a 3 a.m. Taco Bell run with my brother every every uh, every couple weeks. That's, that's quite the bonding experience. Like going to Taco Bell like with your brother, bro. Like I swear, like just what you saying that I'm like, yep, yeah, I know what that, I know what it is. I know what you're talking about. Because yeah. I got to talk about just right up the street from my house. So yeah. it's just like it just be like I don't know, uh, <laughs> mess up your intestines. But the it's a warm feeling. It's not just not just that too. There's just other warm feelings there too. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, that's, that's really, really cool that you're able to like overcome that and everything. And Amy was able to like take you in and uh, stuff of that nature. Um, with stuff, you know, it's just, and that's really cool that you decided to go the whole veterinary uh, route and everything. You know, a lot, not a lot of people, even like from my main circle of people I used to hang out with. Not like yeah, y'all were like the main people. Like, I used to hang out with like I liked. I used to try and hang out with everybody at Queens Grand, but then some people just kind of took it like like they knew me a little bit too much. I guess they felt some type of way about it. Like, wow, this guy's friendly, wants to have fun. That disturbs me. I'm gonna make up things that don't even add up. <laughs> It was just like ridiculous. It it really was ridiculous, but we were young, so it's just I guess a lot of that stuff kind of fell out of style after a while and everything. So it's just you know, you know, you start getting to the world and start focusing on yourself, and you kind of interact with people every now and then. You know, I guess you just kind of start valuing other things and stuff. You know, so it's just like you know moments like this, like us even hanging out. We haven't seen each other in like forever, and it's like it's like we don't even it's like we didn't even skip a beat and everything. And I'm trying to like uh, get I got Kareem on. Uh, yeah, you remember Kareem from freshman year? Yeah, dude. I haven't seen Kareem in a hot minute. Yeah. I, how the hell are you doing, man? If you if you hear this, man, how the hell are you doing? Hit me up, bro. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got, I got your number, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I hung out with uh, Kareem a while ago, too. I was talking about hanging out with him, like, some other time and everything. But it's just, you know, me trying to find a job. Like, I'm trying to prioritize this, uh, that, and, like, this podcast thing. Like, literally, I took a whole month off trying to find a job, and I still couldn't find a job. Like, it was, like, it's stupid and everything. But why aren't you hiring me? Like, it's like, I graduated college. And yet they can complain, like, oh, nobody wants to work. And here you are looking for a job still, man. Like, that's – I hate people, man. (laughs) uh, it can be kind of annoying but it is what it is you know i mean i at the same token a lot of it kind of falls on me too because there was this one job where it's like they're gonna get paid like twenty dollars per hour literally you get paid daily and stuff so like really really good money but it was just like you know then this one other job which is like i thought i was gonna be like i was gonna be like uh like uh a marketing executive for their home care agency because like that was the last job i had was being a marketing executive for their home care agency but the thing was i left that job after four weeks because literally i don't know out of nowhere um i wear a suit and tie literally every day to the office because i like to be like like uh you know i like to be uh representable you know for the company and everything you know and like you know the, a lot of uh, black owned businesses uh, you know that we don't really get a whole lot of flack for that you know and it's just like you 
I thought I was doing a good job. Like even in the interview, said you you don't mind wearing a suit and tie to work every day, right? Like yeah, sure, no problem. And then out of nowhere, I think she saw somebody in the hall wearing like really tight khaki pants and really tight collared shirt, and thought like yeah, that's that's what marketing executives should wear. And I'm like, that's that's a marketing representative, ma'am. <laughs> I'm I'm supposed to be coming up with all sorts of things and everything. I do some other jobs outside of that, but it was just like you know seeking out clients and PCAs because it was a home care agency. So we just send PCAs to CNAs to kind of help people who are sickly or very elderly, you know, you know, stuff like that. You know, I was I was getting my ring in for it. I was trying to innovate other things like uh, 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 rearrange a lot of their uh, information for the clients that they had on paper and uh, print paper. I just uh, recollected it and put it in Microsoft Excel. That's cool. And also, I was trying to innovate using Google Forms. So it's like if we needed to get information, we could just text them a link and they can just fill it out one at a time they want to. And then we can get the Medicare and Social Security. I did this all in four weeks. <laughs> Literally, like, and like most of the time I was really just, and that was like stuff I came up with in like a couple of days. Like I, most of the time I was, I was screwing in the, the locker with my bare hands. Very non-marketing executive type stuff to do. Yeah. But I would do it because I want to help elevate the company. And that's all I wanted to do. And she really she really took me to Goodwill and tried to buy clothes for me to wear, really tight pants and a tight shirt. And <laughs> I, I just – I look like, like, like a fruity, like, soccer dad. And I'm just like – why are you making me wear this? I thought she was just messing with me or something. But then I went to work one and the student tie was like, uh, Mrs. Safili, you gotta you gotta go and everything. You gotta go on back and dress, so you gotta dress and I'm like, what? And it's just like, because it's like, there's like a lot of stuff that goes in with that and everything that I really wasn't, I didn't want to discuss, but it was just like, you know, it's just like literally like she wasn't even trying to like budge like at all. Like zero percent. So I just compromise somewhere, man. Yeah, and it's just like you know, I just it was a suit and tie. Like, what's the problem? Like, I didn't have a problem with this. Why are you have an issue with it? Like, nobody else had a problem with it. Uh, it. That doesn't make any sense to me, man. Like, I I would probably take somebody in a suit and tie more serious than I would in a collared shirt and khakis because you know that's queen's grants uniform that just makes me feel like i'm back in school you know that's target <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, target employees that's like funny. it's just like you know i'm not even trying to roast i'm just saying like dude it's just like you know like you gotta be as a marketing executive so, like it's just like you gotta look executive it was like people like they don't want to hear what you're going to say and everything. When you're trying to get yeah. PCA, like, hey, can you sign this? Can you give me your information? You know, it's just like, you know, I just, I felt like I was a shit with that. But then it's just like, she changed her mind after four freaking weeks. And Which, I, by the way, props to you for doing all that shit. Like, you made all of their forms and things, like, super accessible to everybody. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that they fucking looked at that shit and were like, eh. Whatever, man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like how you dress so nice. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, it was so weird. you know, you might have innovated our entire company and elevated us to a whole new level with all of your work that you just did in four weeks' time. But, you know, a suit and tie, that's not going to cut it no more, man. <laughs> <laughs> really? Though, I, I've been going to job interviews and bringing that stuff up. Like, why'd you leave your last job? It's like... <sighs> <laughs> And it's just like, what? That was the reason? That's odd. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And it's just like, it's so hard finding another home care agency. There was this one job that like called like Abundant Love Home Care Agency. And I was gonna, I was pretty much on like trying to, because they don't have a marketing executive yet. Yeah. But she wants to expand and everything. So like I was supposed to start this week. But then she said like, oh, you know, we're just going to push it for October 1st. So it's like, imagine how frustrated I feel that I'm trying to shoot to get this 30, like 30, 
thirty thousand some dollars for the freaking uh, down payment for this treatment, and it's just like that insurance can't cover, and they push you back, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's just like you know, it is what it is. I guess you were just trying to give more time to really make it, like whatever. If you like, because you know, like trying to put people on on a payroll and everything, it's, it's it takes a whole lot of like uh, a scale for like. Um, just, just for the money and everything all together, you got to be sure that you're not like just pouring money out and make sure that you're getting profit back, which I would have gotten, gotten everything, you know, together just fine. You know, just the Google Forms and stuff in general, like I would have carried that just the same way over there. And they seem pretty organized. So I, I would probably would have been more focused on just Google ads and Instagram ads and Facebook ads and then seeing if they could like, you know, bring in more clients to PCAs yeah. and stuff of that nature. So it's just like, you know, just stuff of that nature. So it's like, it, it is what it, what it was, but it's just like, you know, that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's just like I couldn't even leave Charlotte to go to D.C. I was going to get like a, a quick job in D.C. Literally. Like I had three jobs lined up for me, but it's like Dude. my license suspended, bro. <laughs> like even over the phone, like, yeah, you got the job. <laughs> and the, one of the guys I interviewed, we were talking about the Mandalorian. And that's what got me the job. Dude, <laughs> that, that sounds like it would have been the perfect gig, man. Yeah, sure. It, it would have been cool, but it is what it is. Like, I'm just more happy that I'm getting closer to like you know my license being time being up anyway. Like, I only yeah. got like like what like two weeks now, two three weeks. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, so it's just like you know it was a crazy year. Like, but it's like not driving. Like, I had to pick up my car without driving it, and then having to wait till April to get privileges. Then it's just like you know still not getting the job, finding a job, and then I have to find the job again. You know, most of the year I spent unemployed, bro. Like, it's so stupid. And my dad and my brother just works at FedEx. And if we're going to buy a Honda with that shit. Dude, I got some fucking stories about FedEx. <laughs> oh, you still work at FedEx too? Yeah, dude, I worked at FedEx and Amazon. <laughs> Fuck both them places. <laughs> but it was both depressing. Like, I know my brother told me a story about some old guy just dropped dead at that, that job. And it's just, that was just it. Yeah, dude, like, it. it's... We, okay... I'm not, I'm not gonna like name the company specifically or anything that it was because I don't. Which you already did. <laughs> I mean, FedEx as a whole, but the the if it's FedEx ground, it's owned by like private individual companies that all buy like truck space in a FedEx warehouse. Mm. Um, and so I won't name the company that I specifically worked for, just because I don't want like any legal problems. I guess I don't fucking know. Um, but they literally like this guy that had been there for like 20, 25 plus years. He was an older dude, probably in his late sixties. He was driving a route, like the longest route out of all of them. And he'd covered, I think like five towns and he would be out there from like 9 a.m., until like usually 7 or 8 p.m. He, you know, number one, he's an older guy, but he would also stop and talk to everybody. He developed relationships with everybody on his route. Uh, one day he's just driving along and literally has like a heart attack at yeah. the wheel. And thankfully he was able to get the truck pulled over and everything before it like ran off the road or hit anybody or anything. But like homie did not make it. And they refused to tell us anything, but the only and the only reason that I knew was because I saw the footage, wow. like I, when it happened. It was so messed up, man. Everybody was always like, like where where where's Ricky at, man? Like where where's Ricky been? We ain't seen him in a while. 
and I they everybody would just look at me like all the higher ups would just look at me and be like keep your mouth shut because you know they wanted morale to be good damn that's a bitch bro that's crazy dude that's so that's low-key kind of evil to a certain degree it's like that they could even mourn their friend's death if they worked as alongside him for years and everything they obviously cared about him that's the thing because the guy who owned the company originally it was a black-owned company and uh he sold the company to some random people from minnesota that had um logistics experience and their logistics experience transferred well for how much they could get to come into the warehouse but it did not transfer at all for getting it out of the warehouse because we were doing individual transactions with people instead of mass shipments all at once and it they drove that company and everybody that worked for it into the ground man like we we were well taken care of when the original owner still owned it like nobody went hungry nobody's kids went hungry everybody had their medical shit taken care of we didn't have insurance Mm -hmm. but he would cover it he he was a great guy um like he he genuinely cared about every single person that worked for him but when he sold the company it went to shit dude yeah. It went to shit. <laughs> I feel like even though America has been founded on some very trifling type, you know, it's Real fucked up really fucked up shit. <laughs> At the same token, it's just like, you know, like I feel like the American dream really lives out like it's creed. Like when it's just like when you work under people that actually genuinely care about you, when we actually care about each other. Not on some hippie type stuff, but, but on just on on some yeah, just on some humane type stuff. You know, which is the one thing I wanted to ask you about is just like how do you feel about the whole political climate with everything between uh, after Obama to like uh, Trump, and then just now it's Joe Biden, and it's just I don't even know what's going on right now. Well, to be to be a quite honest man, like I don't I used to be a very different person. Yes. I was extremely conservative and a Republican through and through, but that ain't me no more. I I recognize the evil that can come from those thoughts and like that mindset, I guess I should say. Um, Can't wait to get Justin Lindsay on to hear what he thoughts about it. Oh man, <laughs> Justin, dude is like the poster boy of yeah, like. Yeah. But it's like he's so cool though. At the same he, time, yeah, like, he, he's mad cool, and like I, I got mad love for him because like I, I've never had a problem with him, even when we were back in high school. <laughs> nah, 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 after we get done with this, I'm gonna tell you about a story about Justin that that, that always sticks with me. Yeah. I'm gonna tell him like like in person like when I when gets on him uh, when I get him on uh, for the podcast and everything next week. But it's just. Like, like um but yeah man it's just like i just i don't know the america's weird it's very 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 weird everything's weird i just i don't know everything i'm trying to look for a job but then it's just like at the same time it's like man you know i just i apply through all through indeed and the zip recruiters and they might call me back but then it's just it's always like a catch like you have to pay for your license or sometimes they might pay for your license i might just hit up the real estate people who say they're gonna pay on my license again and everything it's just it's just weird stepping out of like that whole home care agency field and everything then like i this is one job i was hired for where i had to sell like at&t products and everything in the sam's club and i'm like okay 
okay, well, I can try. It's a pyramid scheme, bro. I got roped into one of those at one point. I was selling direct TV and fucking Costco. Yeah, dude. It's just like, I don't know. I, when they put me on the spot to freaking come come up with like a certain plan or whatever, or someone, like, dude, I don't know this shit. Yeah. But it's what just like, what? I thought people just go like, hey, you want a freaking phone or you want some internet? Do you like hate your internet or phone now? Yeah. Okay, that's it. But then those like extra stuff to go in and I had to remember word for word. I'm like, yo, there's not even a script, my dude. I'm like, how am I supposed to know what to say? Yeah, no. I've been in quarantine and freaking unemployed for like how long? Yeah, I barely I don't, I don't know how to talk to people, man. I just came out of my house for the past year and a half. Just, I don't know. Like, it's just like phone. You want phone? Like I don't. I just didn't know. Start throwing it at them. Just chucking phones. At it's an iPhone. Damn it! Just buy it. Just put a down payment on it. You gotta pay it all at once. How's your credit looking, bitch? Like I don't. Know. It's just. It just be a lot. This is I don't know, man. I just this is not the job for me. I just felt like that the job that I had last was just it was just good space for me to actually grow and yeah. just do things, just take things easy, and then actually make plans and stuff. But it was just it was just a whole lot. It was around Sugar Creek, and there's always some shit going on in Sugar Creek, like yeah. crackheads. Oh snap! <laughs> What's that door? That's one of my roommates. Oh, hello, one here. Hold on. I'm a little bit spooked now because it's like you know it's just there's a there's a whole lot of private stuff that's going on, but it's just it's yeah. not it's not big. But anyway, it's just it's just weird. Like the world's just it's just a weird time and everything. You know, it's just I know Joe Biden when I was I was voting for Howie Hawkins and everything. I'm I'm being dead serious, bro. Because like, I knew nothing good was gonna come out of like the whole Joe Biden situation. I don't know why people just thought, oh yeah, Joe Biden, you know, Obama's grandpa, things are gonna be. Great. I'm like, I'm sure he's a cool guy, I guess. I mean, I don't know, but it's just... He's an idiot. It's just Bernie Sanders was literally walking with MLK, and y'all just said no and everything. Yeah. And then this dude just, like, makes up stories, and y'all go with it and everything. You know, my, don't think my mom my mom pissed me off one time. I'm like, Mom, why why, why are you so supportive of Joe Biden, not Bernie Sanders? He's like, you know, Joe, Joe Biden, he's a cute president. And I'm like, you... <laughs> are on drugs <laughs> like, there's so the sun like i'm just like i don't know freaking his son's on drugs and freaking doing crack or something yeah. he's literally doing crack and i'm like you know like, look, I, I don't look on nobody that does any drugs i don't look down on them no, at all of course everybody's got their struggles you know but like damn like he really denied that shit and there are videos of his son like tweeting a pipe you know what i'm saying and I'm like, how do you reach a point in life where you're tweeting the pipe and you're like, your your dad's like a freaking like Senate person, like yep. politician. I don't know why I say Senate person, for, <laughs> but it's just like, dude, it's just, I don't I'm not trying to hate on the Biden family. because I know that they've probably been through some shit, too, but it's just like at the same token, it's like, you know, since like he's been in office, nothing. <laughs> like it's just like I'm at least give Donald Trump props for at least meeting up with Kim Jong Un to at least push some kind of peace situation with that. Uh, don't get me wrong, I think Trump's an idiot too, but for a lot of different reasons. I'm of course you didn't have to explain that. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on now, it's like we all know who Donald Trump was, but at the same token, it's just like I felt like people kind of prospered just a little bit better. Uh, my biggest thing. Uh, and and it's very uh, I'm gonna say selfish because it's your opinion, dude. My um my girlfriend at the time, 
she uh, she has a, she has a very specific disease that's like literally a one in ten thousand case, which I know is not that great of a number in the long run, mm-hmm. but it, it's one of those things where like her kidney doesn't process uh, water effectively, mm-hmm. and so she would have to take medicine in order for her body to not like literally dry itself out. Okay. Um. And that medicine before Trump was like, I think like $15, $20 a bottle. Mm. When Trump took office, he did not allow that to be covered in insurance anymore when he made the reforms that he did. And he made it like $300 a bottle. That's a bitch. That's not even selfish. That's like a real life thing. Yeah, and she has to take it like twice a day. And the bottles are only, you know, like – I think like 50 milliliters a bottle. And like, why don't we have freaking universal health care? There's like other countries that have the shit. Why don't we have the shit? Yep. Like uh, out of all the countries in the world, you would think that we could afford some shit like that. You know? And then stem cell therapy isn't legal and freaking weed ain't legal entirely until it's just, I don't know. This country's weird because I feel like we should have been past this shit. I'm 24. We should have been past this stuff. Like, I know they make money out putting people in prison, but it's like, dude, come on, find another job. I'm sure you could have just put like some time at McDonald's or something. Yeah. But you don't need all that damn money where people have to literally suffer. (laughs) It's just like, oh, I got this freaking outside pool. And it's just like, you know, like, come on, man. I just think about it like, dude, we literally, literally our happiness is literally builds upon like sadness and everything like it's just like you know and it's just it's just that's not how life should be i'm not even trying to be a hippie over any of this stuff you know like you know get a job get married maybe freaking get a job that you like maybe get some money to focus on a passion that's kind of like where my mindset is let me just find a job where it's like i can get this medical shit out the way then i can refocus on my passion you know i haven't been in the studio since 2021 Uh, you haven't listened to my mixtape have you I have. Oh, really? You have? Thank you. Yeah, man. You sent it to me, I think, like, I think it was towards the end of 2021, oh. and um, I listened to it, and I liked it a lot, actually. Like, it was, it was pretty good, man. Okay, that's cool. I like when people say that. I don't want to be, like, full head. I'd be thinking it's, like, a whatever tape or whatever. Like, maybe I could have tried harder or something, or maybe I could have, like, you know, did better. But everyone generally seems to like it in front of me. I mean, I don't know. I don't see. Uh, d- dude, I- I'm going to tell you right now, if, if I... I'm very anal about the music that I like. And if I don't like it, I'm going to be blunt about it because I like, I'm a musician. I want to know if I suck, you know? And you're, and you like rock and stuff like that, right? I like a lot of genres. Like literally my, my playlists waver from like Beethoven to fucking, and it's kind of shameful to say it, but Skrillex. (laughs) Oh, Skrillex is a rock band and everything. No, Skrillex is like dubstep. Oh, that's okay. It don't matter. You ever listen to Gorillas? Yeah, definitely, yeah. dude. I fucking love Gorillas. They're what awesome. about System of a Down? Dude, love System, System of a Down. Down is legendary. They are incredible. Dude, dude, if I could just that, cause that's like the one rock band where it's like I can identify with. Like, I like Nickelback too. Not like Nickelback, Nickelback. Cause I know everyone trying to hit on hate on Nickelback. It's just like I don't care. It's just a couple songs from them is all right. Like surface level Nickelback, yeah, sure. Nirvana, yeah, sure. Uh, freaking um, Three Days of Grace or uh, Finger Eleven type yeah. stuff. You know, like all the stuff they put on SmackDown versus Raw games. That's what I was loving. But it's just like you know, something about System of that was like the one band I was like, wow, I I really like this band. I want to get deeper in their album, like later on. But yeah, man, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna recommend you a song by System of Down. It's just called Prison Song, okay. and uh, it's 
it's educational. We'll put it that way. <laughs> educational. I, I know I listen to Chop Suey, uh, Ariel's, yeah. uh, freaking um, Toxicity. Oh, yeah. yeah, Disorder. <laughs> disorder. Dude, let me tell you, I used to tear the shit out the fucking uh, garage that I used to play in with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to get together and play like System of a Down songs and just like any song that really came to mind. But when we played Chop Suey, bro. We blew his speakers out one time. <laughs> we, we were tearing that shit up, man. It was awesome. I just liked it. I just really like it. It was like it's, it's rock, but it's like a different type of sound. How he like does the songs. It's just I feel like because because like Surge kind of gets like his own like a uh, cultural background kind of kind of sleeping it through it's, yeah. it's just wonderful when music like just kind of blends like that but it's like um but yeah like when i put out my mixtape and everything i wanted to be kind of focused on mental health to like the manias of mental health and the extremities how you can feel like high one day like oh i'm this i'm this and then one day you're just kind of feeling low it's like oh you know what's the point in life and that's why I, that's the kind of stuff i wanted to like you know uh those feelings I kind of wanted to push for just for the end uh, goal for don't trip, you know, like it is what it is. It's just things that just, you can't control, yeah. you know, like why worry about it, you know? So it's like, don't trip. That's just, I know, I know you heard like the outro, don't trip and everything. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, like, yeah, it's, that's good. That's like, y'all listen to it. Cause I'll be playing it sometimes. It's just like, people really, really like it. And I'm just like, you know, I'd be thinking it's just like, it's weird. Cause it's like, it's not mainstream type. So, yeah. Well, man, I'm gonna tell you, man, the, the mainstream is cool and all. Cause you, know it's the mainstream uh-huh. but th- there's nothing like making your own music and having people you know like really enjoy it you know what i mean uh-huh. and just like experiencing that with them yeah, like there there was there was one time when i i think it was like 2018 2019 um actually no it was 2017 2018 somewhere around and then um one of my friends through like a little house party or whatever and at the time you know I, I was in full party mode like complete reversal from what i was in in high school like in high school i didn't smoke i didn't drink hardly cussed and well i mean i i did cuss but you know what i mean like i, I was the good little church boy yeah. um but after high school there there was a certain number of things that happened that pushed me away from that kind of lifestyle it's all right. um anyway so. back to the main point <laughs> sorry um my friend was having this house party and he was like hey man like do you want a dj for it and he was like i know you're not gonna like know anybody there but i also don't have anybody that knows how to play music like to do it for me so would you be willing to i was like i mean i can try um and it, it was one of the coolest experiences i think i've ever had that's cool. Like, I, I don't think that I'm good enough to invest in, like, DJing equipment and stuff like that. But I it there there's a movie called We Are Your Friends. And I, I don't know if you've ever seen it or not. But okay. it, it's, like, literally these three guys that grew up in the San Fernandino Valley. Or four guys, rather. Mm-hmm. And um, they all make music together. And Zac Efron's in it and shit. And Zac Efron's character incorporates like real sounds like knocking on doors uh like cell phones ringing like he incorporates all that kind of stuff into his songs and i had watched that movie like a couple of months before this party so i was like damn man like i that's a cool idea Mm -hmm. and so i just would go around the house just like banging on shit knocking into shit and making as much noise as i could to 
try to make cool shit. And finally I came up with like this conglomeration of noises that I thought sounded okay. And it, it did pretty well at the party. Like people were dancing and having fun and stuff. And they're like, I, like I was telling you before, there's nothing quite like the experience of like making other people move and having other people enjoy the sounds that you're making. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's just, you know, it's just, this year was pretty tough for me. Cause I really thought I was going to be able to you know, go into the studio and drop 50 songs. Like I wanted to, yeah. you know, cause after the first year you want to just follow up with like, you know, another, and I'm not really posting my mixtape a whole lot like that anymore yeah. because it's just like, you know, what's the point of just point, posting the same stuff over and over again? Like, yeah, maybe some people might like it and everything. And I'll post it every once in a while and everything, but I wanted to follow up with something more and everything. Cause it's just like, you know, I want to show that I'm getting better at the same time. I don't want to just drop something and just not do anything for a while. So I keep up with the podcast thing to kind of just keep, you know, something going and everything. You know, hopefully once if I find a job again, I want to get at least if I can just drop like one EP, maybe two, maybe three. You know, I already got the beats. I got hella beats on deck, but it's just like it's just really finding the funding to just go into the studio. That's really where I'm at right now. And that's what kind of messes me up. So it's just like, you know, it's just this year's been tough. I can't even believe like this year's almost over. Like literally. Like I swear it was just I swear I like blinked and like, you know, <laughs> it was like April and everything. And then I blinked again and it's just like now we're in October. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that, man. Um, this, this year and last year really kind of like really kicked me in the ass. Over the past month, I um, and it's it's super personal, but like two of my friends um, passed away. Damn. Uh, both of them were from ODs. Um, I'm not going to name the whatever they OD'd on. Does AJ Steven know, Stevenson know one of them? Yes. Yeah, because AJ did mention something about a friend of his passing away by an OD. I mean, if you want to go deeper, it's up to you. You don't have to if you don't have to. Yeah, um, it was mine and AJ's mutual friend. Um, I I had known him a lot, like a lot, for a shorter amount of time than AJ did, but I still knew him. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, he he was like our age, maybe like a year older. Dang. And um, it was it was really tough when when that happened. It, more so for AJ, and I had I really do. You know, anybody that knew knew him um, knows that Noah was, and Noah is the one that passed away. Mm-hmm. Knows that Noah was a, a really fantastic person. Wait, hold up, Noah? Did he go to school with us? Okay, not a different. No, 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 different. No, yeah. Okay, man, that sucks, man. You know, OD, that's some crazy stuff, man. And well, you ain't got to go into details on what it was that he OD'd on, but it's just like, you know, you know, especially in our young generation, even Juice World passed by OD and everything. You know, a lot of uh, people, uh, famous people, have passed by OD and stuff or been affected by drugs in the long term or if it's short in their lives till where they pass away in their 40s or whatever you know and it's just like as it's cool that's why I, I just stick with weed and everything and I don't even be on weed like that because it's just like at the same time even when I it's just like I guess like from all the traumas I had to I had to 
spend like smoking around people i had no business smoking around so it's just like it's just a whole lot like literally like when you smoke up with people that are just fake or just fucked up and everything that's low-key a lifesaver if you want to get your life together a certain way because it's just like you know like every time i it's just i just think about that and i feel anxious and i'd just be like nah i can't i can't so then it's just like you know i just want to work so hard so it's like so i work so hard that i feel like i earned it like that's just kind of how i see weed now let me just work hard where i've earned it you know until then you know yeah yeah, man, <laughs> I won't lie to you. Like, I smoke a lot of weed. That's okay. I, I smoke like every day. Um, I envy you. I can't even smoke and enjoy it now. Like, I'm like anxious. I I remember when we was just fun. It was just, ooh, these off brand Doritos are so delicious. <laughs> like, like now it's just like, oh god, why did that thing happen in 2018? Mm-hmm. Like, oh god, Jesus. And like, what was up with that Mexican girl that one time? Like, God, why did I even talk to her? Like, it's just. <laughs> Dude, I, I that's the way I am without weed. I, I um, it's <laughs> like the opposite. Yeah, it's like pretty much the opposite for me. Um, the thing is, I so th- this is also super personal, but all, I also am very proud of it. So I'm, that's why I'm willing to talk about it. Um, around 2017, I started to dive into heavier things um outside of weed i started to mess around with like uppers and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um it eventually led me to coke um that developed into a really like really real problem i think the the worst it was i had done like an entire eight ball in one day I don't even know how that's measured. That's that's how in the dark hand. You do gotta explain it. An eight ball is an eighth of an ounce, mm. so it's it's a it's a good bit. And like I, I wasn't getting no, I, yeah. Sometimes it was like cut shit, which was dangerous. It, it was dangerous all the way around, but the cut shit was a little more dangerous because you never know what it's mixed with. But there were times that I was getting like literally the corner of a brick. Mm. Um, I. Pretty much during that time, cut off most of the people in my life. Mm. Um, I was I was in a very very dark place, and the main reason why I latched on to coke as heavily as I did was because I was feeling so negative all the time, mm. and I wanted to not feel. And one of the biggest things that comes out of coke is being numb. Uh, and so I literally like put two and two together in my own brain and was like, Oh, I want that because that makes me numb. And so I would do that. And that went on for about a year and a half. It got, I had lost like 75 pounds in that time. Whoa, really? I, I was skin and bone. I was like, like literally my friends would see me and like my family would see me maybe once every couple months. And they would just be like, oh, my God. Like, what? what is happening to you? Are you fucking starving? Like, what's happening? Yeah. Um, it's just that uh, you were content, so you didn't feel like you needed to eat, basically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, dude. Plus, I was at a point where I hated myself so much that I didn't really want to eat because what was the point of eating if I don't want to be alive, you know? 
Yeah, man, I could feel that too. But not to that extent. It's just like not not wanting to be alive or whatever. But although maybe there might be a subconscious, like okay, maybe I don't want to be alive. But it's just like on the sense of my case, like in 2017, 2018 and everything, it's just like I lost so much weight, dude. And it was just like I just couldn't eat, man. It's just like I just thought, what was the point, you know? Because it's just like you know the condition that I had, and you know on top of that, uh, people on CPCC were just clowning me, and then I, I was pretty much aware of like all the rumors I was sent out and then i had to put two and two together and basically people just didn't validate none of that stuff and i, I feel like i probably could have taken a lot of these people to court to be honest because that's defamation of character mm-hmm. and everything but they when nobody tries to validate nothing for you and they just in their group chats talking shit and everything boxing you out you know it's just i'm glad that i actually went to college to meet like the more like the new friends i have and i actually can look back and i can realize who were the real friends i had yeah. like you or huntley or even trevin you know trevin was like one of the main you don't remember you don't remember trevin right freshman year uh yeah i'm pretty sure i do yeah it's just like you know just he he kind of moved uh behind my house so it's just like oh really yeah 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 for a little bit with his grandparents you know but he moved out already he lives like in valentine now and it's just good for him valentine's good part town damn I went to school there in middle school. It was racist. Oh, no. <laughs> but it was just like, you know, it's just, it's just stuff like that. You start to be be more grateful for all the people that actually do care for you and everything. You know, it's just like, and I'm 24. I still have PTSD that happened to me like when I was, over things that happened to me like when I was 18. And like just things, this miscommunication, you know. Um, me trying to cope with my condition and everything, you know, missing out on a lot of things. That I wish I hadn't missed out on talking to people I had no business talking to yeah. and everything. People laughing at me all types of way. You have not felt humiliation until you had like a whole community college just sitting around just laughing at you as you're walking by. You know, you ask that yourself like, sense. yes, you ask yourself like, what did I do so wrong and everything? And then you want to talk to people like it connect with people, but they just cut you off. And then that's all right. I can be cool with that. But then you want to connect with other people and then they hear some of the rumors and then it just be like, you know, they don't even try to validate what you're even asking your side of it. And that's what that's the that's the most frustrating part about it from my sense. And it's just like, you know, like, you know, it's just a lot of it stretches from like stuff that happened in Queens Grand. A lot of it was like seeds and things that happened in middle school. School, and then a lot of it comes from like uh, miscommunication and misunderstandings happen in community college. It really could have been knocked out five, ten minutes, but then it's just like people are people, and that is the bottom line. Like no matter no matter how hard you try, sometimes to clear the air, to like get to the real root of any problem that anybody has with you there's just some people that are going to be so hard headed and stubborn about it that they're not going to give you any ground. And that is honestly one of the biggest life lessons I've had to learn over the past like five years is just like people are going to be people no matter what. Yeah. And it's just, that's one of the main motivations why I wanted to move to DC and everything. Cause sometimes I would try to do DoorDash and you get all people snickering at me every now and then. It's just like, whatever. I'm just here to pick up the food and drop it off yeah, and everything. Fun. You know, it's just like, you know, I, always, I guess I, I kind of look to my brother. I feel like, you know, I don't want to say that he had it easier and everything, but you know, like, cause you know, I want to say like my mom's like a narcissist or whatever, but you know, you have those parents, you got your golden child and then you got your child you just don't give a shit about. Yeah. And I'm definitely the child that. 
this of the latter <laughs> and everything you know it's just like you know i always felt like i had to like put like my my needs to the side and everything you know and that's just that's what led me to schools like in middle school with even getting bullied and everything and it's just like you know it's just me versus everybody and then i have I, it was just a layup you could have taken me out of that school but she just didn't feel like it like she was literally driving me to get mentally abused by these kids and you know just for me to try to gain you know my confidence back in high school again and doing the whole rap thing and then like people feeling some type of way and then going around saying oh he's a nursery rhyme rapper blah 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 which was weird and everything you know what a weird fucking insult Dude, just because I write it down. I do. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Aren't you supposed to write songs down and, like, freaking, like, you know. Did they, did they not watch fucking 8 Mile? Did no. they not see Eminem scribbling down in a fucking notebook? What the hell? No, dead ass. And the funny thing is, like, dude literally was just trying to look through my notebook just so he could find some shit to talk about. Dude. But he asked me just to talk shit about my. That's other shit. ridiculous. Yeah, dude was, like, two years older than me and everything. And it's just, like. Wow. It just <laughs> same dude instigating all types of rumors and stuff. It was just how he, little do you have to feel about yourself to go to somebody that's younger than you and publicly shame them for something that they are proud of? That's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's just like you know, it was just strange to me because it's like you know, shouldn't you be focused on trying to go to college or something like that yeah. and everything? Dude used to come to just to hang out, like after like graduate, just to hang out every once in a while, like during like lunch break or something like that. Somebody stuck in college. Yeah, this fucking is- grow up, guy. <laughs> I don't think he even went to college. <laughs> I think I don't even think he did anything with his life. For oh. like, he tried it. I think he did like a picture. Of, I think he took a took a picture of like him and like JID, and that was just it. that was literally it. Like after that, nothing. I don't even <laughs> think he's on social media anymore. I don't, I don't know what he does, uh, bro. Uh, all I gotta say, if you're out there and you're listening to this, I really hope you got your life together, and I really hope you went to therapy because it sounds like you need it. You're a shitty person. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, dude was mad weird. He felt like because he was like lighter skinned, he was like, you know, better. And everything. He used to try to rip on me for being dark skinned and everything. Dude. <laughs> I, I I have no business speaking on that because I am a white person. But, <laughs> but just it, that, that, that that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> that's so stupid. Especially like, when you're older. Like, yeah. it's just like you're in high school. <laughs> Shouldn't you be focused on females or something like that? Yeah, you focus on, I don't know. It was just, it was so strange because it was just so many things against me when I went to that school. I know probably, it's, you probably never like got, saw the patterns and stuff like that because maybe you're just outside of them circles and stuff. But it was just like, I always had issues with people, you know, like just for yeah. things of that nature. Like I was just the type of kid where it's just like, I just wanted to just have fun and just laugh at people. I wasn't like the type to spread rumors and try to harm people. Like if you disrespect me, then we have a problem. No. Right, but most of the time I just don't care about stuff i just focus on like the people i do care about but you know it's just it was just stuff like that i just never really got it you know what i'm saying i feel like life should be fun it shouldn't be just you standing down trying to find stuff that you don't like or people you don't like you know it's just for whatever reason people who have done nothing to you for no reason you know and like I, i don't want anybody to hear this and think that i'm sitting on some type of high horse because i'm not like i i won't sit here and say that i didn't say some shit like that not 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 about you but just like in general about anybody because i guarantee you that i did at some point and to those people if you are listening i apologize but like it 
I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Like there's no, there's no reason for it. You don't even, you might get your 30 seconds of like an adrenaline rush or whatever the fuck from it, from like whatever ego trip you're trying to go on. Check out ego trip. My toasty ESV. Yeah, dude, straight up. But, um, (laughs) self shout out. I feel you, dude. (laughs) Um, you know, it, there's just, there's no reason for it. Like everybody at the end of the day, everybody has their own traumas that they go through. Everybody has their own shit going on. Why the fuck would you go out of your way to make somebody else's life harder? You know, no, seriously. like it, we're all on the same earth. Like no matter what your beliefs are, no matter what your skin color is, no matter anything like that, you know, it's just, we're all humans at the end of the day. And we all need to, in order for all of us to survive and make it through this bullshit that is life, we all have to help each other through it. And there's, like I said, there's no point in making it harder for everybody else. Yeah, man. No, I feel that, man. No, seriously, dude. Queen's Ground was a weird, weird experience. Because it's like, I feel like I just never got that high school type experience. I didn't even go to prom or nothing. I didn't have no friends to go either. I mean, I had friends, but it's just like, you know, I just didn't want to be out there and everything. I didn't know what y'all plans were or whatever. Did you even go to prom? Yeah, I went to senior prom. Junior prom, I did not go because... I did not feel like finding a date that year, but senior prom and I'm going to preface this with no hate to Sam because Sam is my boy, but I ended up having to share my date senior year. (laughs) At least you won. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I went, but it was like, I was there for an hour. As soon as I started to like dance with my friends and hang out with my friends, my date was like, we got to go right now. And I was like, fucking fine. <laughs> Man, I I am so glad that I am not the person that I was back then. I was so whipped. I was well, one of your first girlfriends. It's the Like, I mean, at least you were dating. Like, I wasn't I wasn't dating. Like, I only dated like one person for like a month, and now it's just like it's just whatever. Dating in high school was overrated anyway. Didn't nobody ever want to do shit. Anybody that wanted to do something was like, you have to come pick me up. I'm not meeting you anywhere. Compromise, people. Compromise. That's how (laughs) adults work. That's how life works is meeting in the middle. Yeah. It was hard for me to find any day for anything because, you know, the whole rumor about me hitting woman and then whatever character they created in the background, you know, it's just it would have ma- it wouldn't have mattered if we had a larger graduating class. But it's like it was so small. So it's just like people were just always bringing up like old stuff and everything. So everybody knew everything about everyone. Everybody claimed and everything. about yeah. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Everybody claimed to know everything about everybody. But at the end of the day. High school was a time where everybody was wearing a mask anyway because nobody knew who they truly were as a person back then. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like we, we were all young and that's not excusing anybody's behavior. It's not because a lot of people made some really shitty comments or movements or whatever the fuck you want to call it. They were just overall shitty. And it doesn't excuse that. But, you know, I don't know. I kind of 
I, I agree with you in the sense that like I have PTSD from a lot of the shit that people did and said back then. Mm. But you know, it's water under the bridge in the long run because I can't I can't let that hold me back in life from everything I want to accomplish, everything that I want to do with myself. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, and nobody ever should. Um, it's, it's definitely a tough thing to do, mm-hmm. like letting everything go like that. Yeah. Especially when people have like literally not been in your life for however many years, but still control that piece of your mind mm-hmm. from, you know, way back when. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. It, it's something that everybody's got to do eventually because if you don't, you're just going to end up making yourself miserable for the rest of your life. And that's, that's no way to live. Oh yeah. No, surely, man. I'm at least happy with the fact that I actually went to college and actually graduated like cum laude. Like I would Probably never, I would have never imagined I could even do that and everything. Cause it's like, literally I, I always made out to like, I was like one of like, I was one of the dumb and competent kids like throughout high school and middle school. No, Cause man. it's like, yeah, but then I went to college. I actually got the help that I needed. I actually had, you know, had mentors and everything. But not even that, you know, I was just, I was really just dead set on doing my work. Like, it's just like college work and school homework, that's two different homeworks. Cause yeah, you had a certain time of the day, you gotta get it done before you go to bed. Yeah. Or it's like, now you gotta get it done, like, you know, like before you go to bed. Yeah. But then it's just like, you also gotta make sure it's done before you go to class and hand in like a physical paper. Where it's just like, okay, this, 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 that. Okay, we're done. Yeah. And then it's just like, but yeah, the overall experience was pretty good. And I feel like there was like some healing there, you know, for that side. But, you know, like this is healing going all through and everything. So I want I wanted you to get go to graduate school and then get my doctorates down the line, too, from Howard University. I want to go to D.C. and everything. I feel like I can do it. My, my, my dad works at the hospital there. So it's just like I'll be pretty close with things. And, you, yeah, thank you. No, I appreciate it. This great. Like you're one of my like like few good friends like from Korea. Like, we never fell out or had an argument or nothing. Like, like, it's yeah. just like you, Taylor Huntley, Michael Heath was cool. Not Michael Heath was cool. And uh, yeah. Jarvay, like, I had Jarvay on the podcast Jarvay. too. Jarvay. Hey, dude. <laughs> I forgot about Jarvay. Bro, I hope if you hear this, I hope you're doing really well. Hit me up sometime, man. Seriously, Jarvay was always funny. <laughs> Damn, Jarvay, dude. Dude, he used to have me cackling in class. He was hilarious, man. He'd always say the dumbest shit. The teachers would always be like, what? What'd you say? He would just say like the dumbest shit. He would just say like super fast and super responsive. Like I remember it was just like one time it was like uh, I was on Snapchat. I was looking at the Snapchat one of the kids Snapchat, and uh, it was all like um hold on one second. I gotta make sure the screen's out. I gotta make sure it's still recording. Oh yeah, I was like I think it was some dude was like asking a question on Snapchat. I was like hey yo Jarve, is it true that you uh, watch porn on your phone? It was like it's like <laughs> like who, who the fuck look at porn on my phone? And it's just like I was cracking up just the way he said it. He took a like everybody does. I don't know why he took offense to that. Like, actually, I was looking at some stuff from LeBron James. But no, I was actually looking at some stuff from LeBron James. Is LeBron James a fourth star? No, I, oh, I thought he was an NBA Finals champ. Hmm. <laughs> bro, Jarve, I'm going to tell you right now, bro. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody watches porn, man. Even the chicks, man. Like, everybody watches it. Don't be ashamed, man. <laughs> Dude was hilarious, though. It don't matter, bro. No, everybody knows. You ain't got to make up. It was just funny how he reacts to, yeah. to everything. Remember him and Jarrell were, like, beefing? <laughs> that, that, I think, what, like, 
no hate to anybody, that was probably my favorite beef at Queens Grant was Charvay and Jarrell. Because it was just straight comedy. It wasn't even on some petty stuff. It was just mostly just Jarvay, like, just questioning Jarrell's whole yeah. life, and then Jarrell's just having, like, taking offense to it. Jarrell would just be like, man, come on, man, leave me alone. Yeah, Jarrell was so polite about it. I think he walked up to him one time and was just all like, oh, yeah, excuse me, sir. Like, you made some very disparaging comments. I'm going to just leave you out. Fuck you and have a nice day. <laughs> It was so polite. And then he just threw the East Side sign. <laughs> so East Side gang signs after that. Like, bro, I was I was cackling, bro. Dude. My my face now hurts from smiling so hard because it's just too funny, bro. Like like after all the bullshit in Queens Grand, like that was like the like the highlights. So like just like yes. Dude. Yes, dude. You, you know what I had a dream about the other day? Just a random thought. Yeah, what's up? I, it was the time that uh there was a fight. I don't even remember who it was at this point. But fucking Coach Card jumped through the window in the modular and was just like, like head first, arms fully extended, jumped out the window to go stop this fight. And all the other teachers were just like, what the hell just happened? Because he came barreling through the window and he hit the ground and he did like a roll and stood up and was like sprinting at him and shit. It was so funny. One of the best teachers, Mr. Card. (laughs) I don't care what anybody says. Because like, he didn't pick just one person to roast. He just kind of roasted oh, everybody. No, yeah. That Car- was the best part. Carr roasted everybody. He especially roasted anybody that was on the wrestling team. He made them a spectacle. <laughs> but he was, like, <laughs> genuinely, like, he was, like, really a good teacher. Like, he was very insightful. He had his own views about things, but he didn't, like, you know, he didn't, like, overbear them over nobody. And he yeah. wasn't, like, he wasn't, like, one of those teachers that, like, well, I was just trying to be cool. He was just like, just said like, hey, I'm trying to do my job, and like that's it. And that's yeah. that's one thing I really respect. One thing about Mr. Carr, like, you gotta respect Mr. Carr. If you don't respect Mr. Carr, like, you're suspicious to me, because it's like, you know, that's just that's just that was weird. Mr. Carr, Miss Sinclair, I'm about to interview her too next week. I like Miss Sinclair. She, you should talk to Miss um, Frederick. Yeah, Miss Frederick's cool. I don't got Jay no problem. Fred. <laughs> Maybe maybe somewhere down the line. Cause I gotta get to these hundred fifty somehow, and I don't know how I'm gonna squeeze squeeze fifty episodes in three months. I mean, Did you hear Mr. S is the principal now? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I was actually the one that changed it on Wikipedia. Really? Yeah, yeah, I was That's the one that changed it. Actually, just put in Mr. Sourcelander formally. Um, I guess he's a doctor, Mr. Smith. Ah, you don't need to be a doctor to be a principal. Well, yeah, I know, but doesn't he have his doctorate? I think he does, but I'm not too sure. I don't know. Dr. Shortslander. I just want to give him the proper respect that is owed. He, fun fact, before he came to Queens Grant, he was my seventh grade social studies teacher. Oh, really? He was the one that back in the day when I was first questioning like my view, my political views, my religious views, like everything like that. Mm-hmm. He was the one that really planted the seed that like, oh, there might be other things out there that are also correct. And maybe I should look into those things. You know what I mean? Dude was woke without having to be cheesy about it. Yeah. You know, and I don't even like using that term woke because I just feel like it's already like overused now. Yeah. But it's just like dude was actually like enlightened to some degree and oh, everything. Definitely. And that's what I feel like. I feel like I missed out on him being a teacher. I didn't get to have him as a teacher. But well, I know. We in seventh grade, we were talking about the Rwandan genocide. We dead ass watched Hotel Rwanda at school. Oh, really? That was. 
traumatizing. Yeah, man, that's just how it was. Dude, I'm Liberian. We had two civil wars. Like, my uncle guy was eaten, actually. No, seriously, like, they, they cannibalized him, dude. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, like the con- continent is so messed up because of just everything that just happened, like, from the slave trade and everything, every the whole world industrializing. And, like, we're not necessarily behind, behind, but it's just, like, you know, I feel like we were just kind of settled into our, the ways of our life and everything. We were just kind of happy just kind of just living the way we were living. We weren't, like, you know, um, held back or primitive or anything of that nature. Nature. No, like like literally like we had a university at Timbuktu and stuff like we had universities in, in Africa yeah. and everything but we were just kind of settled in we just never really saw the point of like well, what would you want to make more machine guns well what about what, we're, we're doing pretty good with the spears and just stuff like that it was pretty easy everyone's fair on the water you know it's just like that was just stuff like that but it was just like we also had sciences and everything and also mathematics and stuff of that nature like in Egypt but at the same time it was just like after a while it's just we just kind of fell out of sync man it was just it's just really messed up even to this day yeah. we have issues that we even carry into even like the the black american community even to this day like come on some of my worst enemies look like me yeah and it's just sad you know i know it's just like you know, like, like, <laughs> can't really speak on it dude but it's just like i i it's it but you're just you kind of you're receiving the information basically yeah i like it's it's extremely tough because like I just want, and I know that it's an extremely far-fetched idea, but I just want everybody to just be cool, you know? Like, there's there's no fucking point in hating on someone else for different views, different skin color, different area that you come from. You know what I mean? Like, it... Yeah, What's preferences or anything, you know, just yeah. so wherever it's just it's just stuff like that. But it's just I feel like it's just mankind. It's just in that weird stage where it's just like we have to get through all of this in order to find peace. Definitely. But at, but at the same time, you don't know if we're gonna actually reach peace before <laughs> we actually blow up the world. We don't know what's going to come first, and it sucks because we haven't even been here that long yeah. compared to like the dinosaurs mm-hmm. and everything, like. The one thing that I can say about humanity and the fact that it usually tends to loop back on itself, a wise person once said that when life repeats itself, you are being taught a lesson. Humanity is not learning whatever lesson we're being taught by whatever is out there, you know, like it, we are we're going to end up driving ourselves into the dirt. Yeah. Out of existence over nothing. And it's just like, you know, like all like Elon Musk and the Jeff Bezos type people, they want to drive spaceships into the sky. It's like, dude, there's like no water in the Sahara one, two, like why is Flint, Michigan have no clean water? Now it's like a town in Mississippi. Like, you know, it's like, you know, like dude, we haven't even discovered everything in the sea yet. And you want to go into space? Like there ain't shit out there. We're not going to find quantum anything. We we honestly would just wait for it aliens should just come here but can we just focus on ourselves let's really ask like really like you know let's find a way to like you know extend our lifespan and like try to like knock out this cancer shit one knock out this age stuff out the way two knock out now it's like coronavirus and like monkey pox let's put some funding into that shit let's try to let's try to do let's try to focus on something constructive it's just it's really we're really gonna have to live we're literally living through a time where we're gonna have to explain to our grandchildren 
and our children too. It's just like we literally had Donald Trump in office, which I'm not trying to shit on him or anything. Like I thought he did a pretty okay job. Not like on some like, okay, some other shit kind of got fucked up, but I feel like it could have been a whole lot worse. Like a whole lot worse. And a lot of those problems are really just people just over, really taking it too serious than it needed to. You know. I don't know. On the flip note, the SNL seasons were damn funny. Alec Baldwin <laughs> did his thing. <laughs> they, they were hilarious. You couldn't yeah, like, you had you cackling, bro. You got to admit, SNL was at its best when Donald Trump was in office. I don't really watch too much out of it now. Yeah. But it's just like, um, but uh, yeah, man, it's just, we really got to explain how we got a reality star in the office. Um, I mean, Ronald Reagan was an actor and he got into office, but even, you know, Ronald Reagan, Donald Trump, I don't know. Ronald Reagan, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I might be totally wrong on this. I don't totally remember. But I'm pretty Reaganomics, sure. Reaganomics, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that fucking Reagan at least served in the military at one point. Yeah. But uh, Trump, not so much. <laughs> yeah, dude was really just an overgrown Richie Rich. Like, <laughs> And don't get me wrong, a businessman running the country might have been a good move. But at the same time. If it was Andrew Yang. Because, yeah. like, Andrew Yang actually had some actual plans to fight unemployment. Because a lot of people were blaming it on outsourcing. But it really, it was just the dynamics of things changed because things were becoming more technological. Like, if he would really serve, like, some kind of program to kind of, like, you know, make more jobs within that field or most more viable for people, then, you know, that would have really taken it. But nobody wants to really vote just for the sake of what their policies are. Even if they're not going to knock it out, at least, like, where their area, where their focus of area is. That should be, like, not just, like, oh, like, you know, build a wall. That was such a waste of money. Dude, no one cares. Like, there's so much space in Wyoming. So much freaking space. You act like we're all crammed. Dude, yeah, and a lot of it's, like, privately owned by just random people dead ass we have so much space even australia got space but australia ain't the country that we're talking about now but it's just like you know like humans really don't take up as much space as people think although we cause a lot of damage with like the littering and the you know the forest burning and the gas and the, and the ozone and shit we're, we're fucking trees dog save the trees yeah certainly mm-hmm. but it's like dude like if they would have legalized weed and made one more uh like uh, Operation weed, Pothole, man. Like weed plastics, like like you know, uh, hemp plastics and everything, hemp paper. You know, a lot of this would have just broken down over time. We would never have to worry about it. It was naturally biodegradable. You hear that, people? Naturally biodegradable. Like, come on, it's a layup. You're use, fucking the whole world up. Use the weed, dude. You could literally, you can make anything out. You can make a shit ton of things out of hemp. You can tax the hell out of weed you can take that tax money then and fix your potholes you can fix your uh public transportation system you can do whatever the fuck you want with it use the weed people use the weed but then they'd have to take people out of prison and they just love putting people into prison for the most obnoxious shit like dude like come on like some people deserve it like i know like a jeffrey dahmer yeah like a murderer yeah bank robber sure why not but it's like dude getting arrested over a plant something that naturally grows out of the earth bro that is like the dumbest thing when even soccer moms get into it like yeah like fucking johnny k that was selling an ounce plus two grams on the corner he's got to go to jail because of that extra two grams because y'all are being fucking sticklers over some dumbass shit 
Like, let people have their plants, man. It's literally retarded. <laughs> like, it, that might be a mental illness to a certain degree. Because it's just, like, it's cool to follow rules and respect the law. But at some time, we need to really come to a compromise. No one wants to come to a compromise. Yeah. That's really, like, the saddest thing about growing up. You be thinking it's coming to a compromise, and people don't compromise for shit. And you want to know why we're probably not going to have weed in North Carolina legally for at least another, like, five years? Cause we're in the South, I tell you what, they ain't gonna be smoking that weed legally down here. Get your heads out of your asses, it's not 1852. It's really not 1852. <laughs> we're very far away from 1852. There's been a lot of things that happen. We're literally living in a world where we can literally blow up the planet several times over a button. It's scary out here. Just let's just be happy. Let's chillax. I swear, like, just let a little just just give like let the freaking leader of Russia get a little puff puff give to freaking like the president, which I know Joe Biden would be into because he has to look cool too. But it's just like there's a reason he's called Sleepy Joe, and it's not because he's got dementia. It's because he's smoking the treefer. I tell you what, it would help with his dementia. Yeah. Like I mean, gosh, just so many different health um, health aids with it, and it's like you know. I don't know, man. It's just this world is just so low frequency, man. You know, it's just I feel like it shouldn't be like that. I feel like I want to go back to the time we had like Blockbuster and shit like that, you know, and it's still such a good time. But it's like, you know, everyone's still connected with people from the past that they don't want to you know, be connected to. Like you, I'm cool with because it's like, you know, it's just like we haven't spoken in a while. It's actually kind of raising my vibrations. Like, yeah. Yeah. like, it's good to talk. It's good to get in touch with people that are actually cool and everything. Yeah, yeah. But then it's just like, we still and a lot of it's kind of our fault because we still fall into the same circles so we still worry about people from our past that ain't worried about us that already you know crossed us long ago we probably didn't even react the way we probably should have or whatever or something went wrong or somebody did this and i feel like one of the weirdest things for me is like really just trying to get over it and trying to move on like in my case which is hard dude because that ptsd is no joke bro like i swear like it's just imagine like living every day and like you keep replaying the same scenarios over and over and over and over and no sense of closure from it no that's closure at all. Man, I'm going to tell you right now something that I had to learn. Another thing that I had to learn over the past few years, um, searching for closure is never going to find you anything because closure comes from within. At a certain point, you have to realize that, you know, whatever happened, happened, and there's no changing it. And even if that person gave you an apology – and like explain their side of things or whatever like most of the time it's not going to give you the feeling that you're searching for and that's that's the really unfortunate thing about looking for closure and needing closure because like I, i've been in very similar situations um I, you know i won't go into details but like one of my friends uh post high school he I had known him from a long time ago, but I didn't remember that I knew him. Um, so we reconnected in that way. But he, a couple years before I knew him, had got mixed up in, um, you know, like really hard drugs. Um, and it got to the point where like his whole family was involved. And he hung out with me to like, perpetuate his drug use pretty much because he knew that I was recovering at the time. 
And, um, which by the way, I did that shit cold turkey, no rehab, no church program, no nothing. You're strong. That shit was difficult, man. Let me tell you, there is nothing as difficult. Well, I say nothing. There are few things as difficult as getting yourself off of an addictive substance. Anyway, um, fast forward like a year or two with my friend he moves in here with me but he didn't we didn't have space for him to live in the house so he got like this shed thing pretty much that had like its own ac unit and everything hooked it up in the backyard and he was doing really really well for a long time like like at least five months he was clean yeah. and he started using again and uh, I confronted him about it, and he lied to me. And I didn't have any evidence at the time, so I just kind of, like, let it be. But then the next week, I went in there looking for him because we were supposed to go to work together because we worked together at the time. And uh, I found his substances. And so I confronted him again about it, like, sent him pictures of it, and was like, what the hell, man? Like, I understand how hard it is, believe you me, but what the hell? And so I had to kick him out. And when we kicked him out, um, he basically was like, you know, don't talk to me. Don't like, you're you're not my true friend. And like, I, I understand now that, um, it like, that was the drugs talking that made him say that because like, I, I knew him and he would not have, been that way if it wasn't for the drugs um and then three months after that after like complete radio silence i found out he had passed away um and it was right at the beginning of covid so it was back in march basically back in march february ish April-ish. Dude, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Like, it sucks, like, you know, because I, I had a friend who even was doing drugs like cocaine. Like, I didn't even give it a second thought. And the first thing he told me was not even to go out and tell nothing about it. The only reason why I'm even telling you, because I'm, I'm not even talking about his identity or now. We're not even friends anymore. Like, seriously, dude had me fucked up on some shit, on some really fucked up shit, dude. And it's just like, I'll explain in my memoirs one day and everything. But you have to break it down, like, basically um i had this other friend or whatever and like i think her mom kicked her out for staying out which is like stupid and like she had a boyfriend at the time and it's just like you know um but she wanted to stay over at like my friend's house friend's apartment and everything and i was staying there too for a little bit because you know like my mom's like stole like twelve hundred dollars and everything and didn't tell me like what she was doing what i needed to get it for a car and everything like you want to tell me what you're doing with the money like if you do use that phone it's okay just let me know just let me know where we're at so you can keep working on it to build it up on it yeah you know just a whole lot of stuff going on for an 18 year old and it's still sick a little bit i just like you know no i'm just not gonna be with this right now because yeah. you're just doing too much because you're around people like that it just makes you want to like shout and do that and i don't like to argue i really don't yeah i really 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 don't especially like when it's my own blood or like with my friends and everything like yeah. what's the point like we can talk like this just fine why can't we just talk yeah like it's no shame in using other people's graduation money but it's just like you know like it, it was just crazy because it was just like 
you know, like it's just several times I feel like I don't want to say she failed me or anything, but it's like with the whole situation at my middle school, you could have taken me out of the school, but you kept invalidating what I kept telling you these kids were saying about me yeah. and you just didn't care and everything. And I just kept telling it's went on for the whole year and I had to go along with that, even though like a lot of those rumors stretched out to my neighborhood and everything. And, Man. you know, like that's a lot of head in the sand type shit, but I try to keep it going. And everything, and then the situation with Queensgrand. I wasn't even supposed to stay in Queensgrand for as long as I did. I was supposed to be there for like maybe like a year, just see if I liked it. And I did like parts of it, but then the situation with those other people again, it was just like you know that's too much. You know, I should have the option to leave a place if I wanted to leave. But um, and then you make me stay there, and then I have to get situated over there. I have to deal with all the bullshit over there. You know, I just feel like she kind of just failed me at points in my life. But you know what you did, man. I I. One of the things that I respect about you most is, do you remember that time that somebody, I can't even remember who it was at this point, like spoke ill on your mom mm-hmm. and then you and him got in a fight? No, that's not how it happened. He actually smacked me in the head. Actually. Really? Yeah, he smacked me in the head. Because it's like, he, he pretended because I had my hair cut and everything. It was like, because uh, he said it was like fresh cuts. And it's like, dude, I don't even know you. Yeah, but he was trying to impress the light skinned dude in that class. I see that 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 right there is the a perfect example of how powerful rumors can be, because I heard through the, I didn't witness it personally, mm-hmm. but I heard through the grapevine that it was because he had spoke ill on your mom and you were like defending your mom. I still respect you for it because like mm-hmm. you stood your ground. Yeah, but it's like even after that, they're still talking trash about my family or like culture and color i just like dude i'm just not gonna do it because it means so much to him dude i can take an l and move on yeah. but it's like this dude obviously takes this high school shit that's and he just got here like dude like calm down you don't even know what's the problem with me, me and that light-skinned guy i don't even have an issue with him dude just yeah. has an obsession with me and it was kind of creeping me out but i just kind of just didn't care or whatever but it's just like you're trying to impress another dude by putting your hands on another <laughs> dude and every Everything, you know, and it's just like it's just not a whole lot I could have done with that situation because like at the same time, like he had like a cast on and everything. So it's just like, you know, like I can't what am I gonna do? Kick him in the leg and stuff. Like I really couldn't do anything because I without looking like an asshole without looking like an asshole in that situation, because why are you even starting this stuff with me? So it's just like it's just me trying to diffuse the situation and him just letting off and it was just like, Oh yeah, you got beat up and blah blah and it's like no. Like it's just I just decided no, because it's like those are the same people that end up shooting up the school because they take this school shit so serious. Yeah. So it's like at the same time, it's like, do I really risk like really putting my hands on any of these people? I don't know if they have the gun at the house or they try to pull a gun because it's like they were like really stuck on it. But it's just you know stuff of that nature. Yeah. I feel like that was on me because I could have just dropped that class. I just kept thinking that because I had like one of my two friends in there. Like you know, it is what it is. You know, I just thought people would just kind of see how fucking stupid this nigga is. Like and person you know it's just like you know like really look at him and then look at me like who's the crazy one here who's the (laughs) fucked up one here but they just didn't care there's just people were just kind of shy like that but you know you're just kids but it was a pretty pretty shallow place really really was compared to other schools bro like i feel like y'all took they took that school shit too serious but it was just like yeah but back on the situation um but uh yeah with this situation um like you're gonna take money from me and then it's like tell me that you're gonna say what to get me this car and everything i'm 
literally just ask you where we at with the whole car money did you ask some money on because i'm trying to find a job too and then i'm trying to think like if i just put my um my uh the money that they give you in college, I forgot what it was called. Financial aid. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's been that long. Like, funny, I used to be happy for financial aid. It's like, yeah, no working but money. <laughs> I need that this year. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, they just – you want me to give this to you, and I don't even know what happened to the last money and everything. You know, so it's like I had to step out. And then it's just like – so I was just chilling at my so-called friend's house or whatever. We only knew he covered for a couple months. He was the only person I knew that had a house, and I actually went to the house, you yeah. know, and like, I had no friends in the area. I always went to school outside of my area, so I didn't know nobody in my area, so it's just, it was just, it was pretty hectic, because it was just, like, they just, he pretty much, they all just kind of switched up on me, and because I actually had a job. He'd been looking for a job forever, and I just found a job just going to the mall one day, yeah. and, like, dude, and the girl that, that I knew that I was friends with just started, they just started talking shit and everything, and they were obviously fucking because like they she was cheating on her boyfriend with That's her which is fucked up very very fucked up. i feel like she kind of felt insecure about it so she just kind of switched eye and i said to myself like dude i'm not even going to like out you to nobody like it's none of my business that's between you and him but then like they just went talking shit and then they just that's, then they started a whole nother rumor and everything <coughs> I can't even go deep with that and it was like very very fucked up but by the time it went out there was just nothing was i could fun. do oh no no i'm good I'm good. It was just it's just stuff of that nature, and I still got PTSD from that. But it's just like I know what it is dealing with people that do drugs. Like I swear, their brains are just scrambled. And dude was like in the army and probably had PTSD from the army too. So they're just they're just fucked up. But fucked up people. It's just it's a whole nother thing, man. It's just it's just it is what it is. Being real with you, man. Like I'm. Yeah, it sucked at the time that I didn't get to go to the army, but I am so happy I did not go because yeah. I would be a very different person from the person I am today if I had gone. Yeah, because there's traumas that come with that. You'd be screaming and stuff, and it's just like, I don't want to be put in that position where I just lose my mind yeah. and everything. You know, it's just, it's just a lot, man. It's just, you know, I'm glad that, I, although I really kind of wish I would have went a different path with the whole, I feel like a lot of my life would have went differently had I not stayed at that middle school longer and I just went to another school and then they just went to like a regular, maybe if I went to Garinger or Hawthorne or something. But I do take happiness in the people that I actually do know because it's just like, even when I was having my issues, I know you and her used to kind of date, but even like, uh, like that was once when I was even suicidal in like college because it was just like, you know, I had my condition. It was really holding me back from like really living life that I wanted to live and like be out there like I wanted to be like live the college lifestyle and I couldn't even live it because of this situation and it was just like you know Danny was one of the first people I called and everything she literally like just told me like linger and just stay on and just don't even worry about it and the crazy thing is like with me and the like you know you know because me and Danny are the whole boob situation and stuff you you remember You, you don't remember you don't remember good that's good (laughs) but it's like even through that like she actually sees me as like as as a human being and stuff like that so it's just like i I appreciate her um for that and it's just you know other people too that i even called and talked to and everything and all the friends that i made in college and stuff like i might not have things as like the well put down as i'd wanted to like i wish i was further down in my music career than like i am yeah and everything that's one thing like you know i feel like i should have been doing this stuff as soon as i 
left high school, won everything, but it was always like me trying to get a car, me trying to get that situated. Um, which my dad had a car. He didn't even give it to me like until like I had to like beg for it like over there, which is stupid. And then it's just it's just stuff of that nature. Like it just always felt like there was another obstacle in everything, and it just felt like no matter how hard I tried. Uh, it was always something to getting in the way, you know. This year's theme is like the license suspension, and uh, freaking um, like uh, just me trying to find a job. Like that was the main two things, and then like me trying to get money for my next stream, man, and then me trying to find a way to get back in the studio again. You know, it's just life. Just kind of it gets complicated, but it's just you just I just I always had to keep things in mind that things are just going to be all right. And, you know, that's why I've been like going to like uh, these spiritual guys and they all say like, you know, they all I, I be trying to test them and everything to see it, but they usually be pretty accurate. Um, So it's like they just say like, you know, in the future, things are just going to be fine. And this is how life is going to be for you. It just 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 stay longer and things will be just fine. Yeah. And that's what I try to keep in mind. And that's that's what really keeps my head out of the gutter for, for suicide, although like I'd be it'd be on my mind from time to time and everything you know i've been there yeah it's just like- there's a especially when especially when i was uh battling my addiction and stuff that was probably the lowest point i've been at in my life mm-hmm. i like literally and i it this it, i'm gonna say this is a trigger warning just in case anybody that's listening is feeling like this which by the way if you are feeling like this seek help uh, because you are important and you matter but there, there was one point when I had like I had cut everybody off I was doing so much cocaine that I could not like feel emotion anymore mm-hmm. and the only well I mean I could feel emotion but pretty much the only emotion that I felt was either sadness or anger. And the anger was usually from either not having cocaine or because I was so sad and I didn't know why I was so sad. And I didn't know why I was so sad because I was frying my brain so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But I had, I had bought a shotgun for home defense Mm -hmm. probably three years before that. And the guy, one of the guys that I was living with, you know, nobody was supposed to be home at this point. So, um, I had gone upstairs, I was listening to music real loud and I was doing my, my Coke and stuff. And, um, I went in my closet and I pulled the shotgun out and shit. And I was sitting there, I was cleaning it. And then something just like took hold of me Mm -hmm. and I was like I need to do this right now like right now and I loaded it and I turned it and I was sitting there and I hesitated Mm. and I didn't know what made me hesitate in the moment Mm -hmm. but my my friend and roommate uh, like came in the room cause he heard me in there. Apparently he had been knocking for a while, but I couldn't hear him because of the music. And he found me with it, like turned on myself and my hand was sitting by the trigger. He like, and I, I give him props for this because 
you know, like tackle, tackling someone with a loaded firearm is dangerous no, really. to your, to not just the person that's holding it, but yourself. And he like tackled me and like wrestled the shotgun away from me and shit and put it in his room and like locked it up and made sure I didn't have access to it. Um, yeah, he, he really, he really did me a solid on that one. But like I, I, I've been in, I've been in that dark place and it fucking sucks. Yeah, man. No, seriously. Thanks for sharing that, man. Because I know it's like, I feel like mental health. I know we're past mental. Is, is, is September still a mental illness or suicide awareness month, right? I think so. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? God, so it is actually relevant to the month. I thought it was last month. It's also Hispanic Heritage Month. T- today was actually, I think, the first day. Oh, oh really? Oh, okay. Nice. Well, happy to all my... <laughs> all my, all my Mexicans friends out there and stuff, but, but uh, yeah, man, it's just yeah, being in that dark place, it's like you know to put it more deeply on what I was going through my senior year of college and everything, and this is crazy, I had to go through this. Um, my senior year of college, I was back in Baines Hall. Um, this is the same Baines Hall I was at for three times. It's like the freshman dorm room, so it was like really kind of shitty. But it was like I, I still had a, I had a room to myself this time. So, oh, hell so yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like it was just I was pretty happy. Um, this is the third time I was there, but it was just because it was like you know like we're, we have this little group of friends we call it like Big Baines and everything, <laughs> and we we're all met up in Baines, so it's just like that's kind of like our mini like pseudo rap group and everything. And when uh, one of my friends uh, Justin uh, came up with it, uh, I need to hit him up next time I get a chance. But it was just yeah, man. I was just I was in my room. Uh, this is after uh, I, I saw this girl and everything. Um, this one girl. Um, and I wanted to date her and everything, but I couldn't because I had uh, this condition that didn't allow me um, to go through with it and everything. Um, and I never told her, but it was just like, those kind of like an exchange of like just some texts, just stuff like that. But I never got to like hang out with her or nothing like that. But I saw her around and like, she kind of like came up, gave me a hug from time to time. But it's like, I still didn't like push forward because I knew deep down in my mind. Um, like I, I gotta keep him on my condition and everything, and I just can't. I don't feel like she would understand and stuff of that nature, because you, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just a lot. And uh, I saw her after a couple months of not seeing her and yeah. everything, and uh, she was working at front desk at this uh, other. Um, dormitory place and I was coming in because I actually had to get something or get something to somebody in that dormitory place and I saw her I'm like hey how's it going I was like she was just not giving me any time today she was like mad and I'm, I understood but it's like if only I could tell her but it's like how's everything doing how are you it's just like oh yeah how are you and everything and it's just like okay um I'll just uh, I just need to get to this room right quick and like yeah sure yeah do so and everything and it's just that's tough, man. I had to deal with this for six years, man, since I was 18 years old. Man, I'm going to tell you right now, the best thing, and, you know, obviously, you know, things might be already settled or whatever, but the best thing you can do is lay all your cards on the table, mm-hmm. put the ball in her court, mm-hmm. let her do what she's going to do with it. Because it, it, at the end of the day, Life goes on. 
Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, some people know about like my condition and everything. I can't really go through it like telling anybody until I actually find a cure and everything. But certain people know what's up. But um, um, as I was walking away from that dormitory and everything, um, I, I, I stopped for a minute and I had a quarter in my hand. I'm like, I just said, let me just flip a coin. Like flip a coin. I could just talk, go talk to her again and just tell her that you're sorry and everything. Cause I never really got to explain that. At least I could do it. Just tell her I'm sorry. Or tails, just keep it going. And it fell on heads and I'm just like, okay, like, this is going to be hard, but I have to. Yeah. And now it's just kind of stuttering and everything. And my voice was low and I just couldn't, I just couldn't, even though I did say I was sorry and everything, I just, it just kind of came off because that's like, you know, I only know, I ain't really know her like that, like yeah. that. But it was just like, you know, you know, that something could have like really happened with somebody and it just never it couldn't materialize because something. And it's just something that you had to deal with now. It's like I'm six years into dealing with this, like fresh out of high school dealing with this, yeah. like a whole nother problem. And you're going, you're spending hella dollars. You had to get on Greyhound to go jump between DC and back for weeks and everything. But, you know, at this point, I wasn't really going through on that part of it. Um, This is my senior year of college, and I feel like it robbed me of so much. And the college was supposed to be the four years. I was just going to turn everything, make up for all the stuff I missed out on the past couple years. And it just... I couldn't even do that entirely as much as I wanted to. I got good grades and I was a graduate at the top of my class. So there was a positive there and I met a whole lot of good people, but there was still parts of things I was just kind of missing and everything. And it's just like, I had to leave that dormitory with my head down and just, I just, I was just sitting in that room and I just think about all the things the stuff has robbed me from all the opportunities I missed out on and living. And I'm just like, you know what? I had these pills. Uh, for that was supposed to help my condition, and uh, I had some uh, some whiskey and everything and alcohol, and I'm like I'm whatever. I'm just I, I've already come up with a plan. Um, I'm gonna take all those pills down. Whatever happens is gonna happen. I'm gonna drink well all that all the alcohol, and whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. You know, I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of being misunderstood. I'm tired of missing out. I'm tired of being ridiculed. I'm tired of the rumors. I was just tired, you know. I'm tired of, like, going around and being snickered at, and I'm tired of people backstabbing me and adding on to those rumors and saying all types of stuff, and that's not even the case. And, uh, you know, I was leaving some voice recordings on... My phone, just like I was recording right this, just telling and making a list of people and just telling them sorry. You were on that list too, you know. And it's just like, and Taylor and uh, a lot of other people, you know, Ziggy was on that list also, you know. Just, yeah, a lot of people were on that list. And then I realized, dang, this is a long ass list. <laughs> like, wow, what about? But I had to get it out of my system. I had to like, at least tell people that I was sorry and everything, because I know they would have felt some type of way if I was gone. I definitely would. Yeah, and it's just like you know, it's just I, I just uh, a whole lot of things. Like I, I keep in mind that I, I had to kind of advocate for myself. I had my parents, my dad wasn't there to protect me or advocate for me. You know, I only had my mom, so we didn't have the good best relationship and everything. You know, and it's just like you know. And I feel like I've kind of went past a lot of these obstacles and I've still made it to college and I was still making it out of college. But then it was just like, you know, but I feel so unfulfilled 
and everything like i'm so depressed like why is this happening to me why why got everything that could have happened to me why was this happening to me you know and so it's just like you know i'm just i just kind of i feel like some people would have lasted a lot shorter like i feel like i came this far you know like just i tried my best and everything and i just kept dropping voice recordings after voice recordings of people saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i try to talk about some good old days and everything maybe try to brighten up brighten it up somehow for what i was going to do next and for what i decided i was going to do next um but then I just decided, like, you know, let me just let me just talk to, like, one of my mentors. And the first mentor, I just talked to my mentor, like, Mr. Sean Andrews and uh, uh, um, Dr. Heath and everything, or the Men's Achievement Center, one of my main mentors and everything. It's like, you know, hey, you know, just don't worry about it. Stop worrying about people. You will overcome this. You will get past. They actually know what's going on, like, really what the condition is. I, had to, I actually had to tell them after this, but it's just like, you know, it's just like, and they just say, it's just nothing to sweat. It's okay. Just keep moving on. You will find a cure. You are going to find something. You didn't have to pay those spiritual guys to do this and everything. They were just trying to, like, touch base with me and everything. And I'm just like, wow, I really would have forfeited my life and my grandfather would have not even seen me graduate. And he passed away literally this year in May. And that would have been months now imagine if I would have taken my life and he never would have saw me graduate and how that would have just broke his heart and everything so it's just like you know I always yeah, try to keep him proud man yeah yeah I'm, I'm happy I'm happy for that and I'm, I'm still gonna work to try and make him proud as best I can you know try to try to stay out of trouble and try to be on top of things the best I can you know but it's just like suicide is so crazy man because it's like there are people who probably are in much worse situations yeah. and somehow they're trying to find a reason to live and there are people who probably had a sh- not shitty i mean situations that probably weren't as shitty that just said no i can't go and it's i'm not trying to compare and contrast but it's just crazy it's just really you're literally murdering yourself in a sense like and it's just your life is so precious but it's like just the contest just how vile people can be and just how how crazy situations can be it's like i feel like you know i don't feel like people want to take their lives if like you know we actually give them the floor to actually speak on how they feel and what drives them and things of that nature i know like they got counseling for that but it's like really like there are people in this world i know i keep bringing up people like they matter but it is but even like your family members and everything that really invalidate your struggles and like there'd be people that just don't I just try to drag you down and everything. And it's just like, you know, I, I know I bring up high school a lot and it's just like, I wouldn't say like I was the most confident, confident person, but it's like, I would just try to be as positive as I can and always like trying to laugh at my friends because it was just like, I just survived a situation in middle school that was pushing me to the point where it's like I didn't want to be on earth anymore. So I just, I just took life like seriously like well i could probably start again and then this new situation happens and then all these other people start disrespecting me and then all this other stuff and then it's just like, like i can't even get a break for nothing and nothing it's just like is it really that big a deal like am i really that bad a person did i really like deserve this or nothing but it's just like like i just move on to really just what really keeps me going it's just like though the best thing about life is just, even when you don't feel like you have a purpose, it's always good to find a purpose and you can always make your own purpose. And that's I feel like it's beautiful and stuff of that nature. But, you know, thanks for listening to that other to my side of the story. You know, yeah, I haven't really, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. I know that I know it's like kind of like revealing to you, I guess. I mean, I, I'm definitely I'm definitely thankful that you're still here. Thank you. And I um, 
I'm definitely thankful that you uh, can trust me enough to open up like that because that is a very, it's a very personal and dark thing to talk about. It's all right. Um, it's going to be my memoir someday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like I said, I'm, I'm just happy you're still here. I'm happy that I know there's people that are happy that I'm still here, you know, and there's a lot of people that I would have hurt if I would have did that. So it's like I just try to keep that in mind um, that it is what it is, whatever I'm going through and everything. I know I know I'm going to find a cure for this condition, you know, even though it's been like six years, which is like that's a long time. Like that's like that's enough time to start like first grade and stuff like when you think about it so it's just like you know it's 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 crazy but you know at the at the same token it's just like there are still options and there's still things i can do and i haven't tried all of them out yet so it's just like you know i'm gonna just keep my head up and just keep going forward spiritual guys say i'm gonna overcome it so i'm gonna just keep that in mind and that's just it. We've been talking for like well over like an hour and almost a two hour. We haven't said nothing about Mandalorian. <laughs> Man. All right. You want to talk about Mandalorian? Well, why not? It's going to be a long ass episode. Might as well. Like, dang. But anyway, it's just like, <laughs> but moving on past all that dark shit. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, talking about like uh, the Mandalorian. How awesome that they like really revitalize this like love for Star Wars through the Mandalorian. Man, yeah, I feel like the revitalization even began, like, as much as people don't like them. Um, the newest Skywalker saga with Rey. Yeah. Like, I I was just happy to see new Star Wars. And yes, for the nostalgia purpose, but because I was excited for all of the kids and like the ne- the next generations that are going to be as excited about Star Wars as I am, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I I grew up on that shit and now there's going to be entire generations after us that are growing up on a new generation of Star Wars that grew up at the same time as them. Mm-hmm. And I I'm really excited with how they're diving into Star Wars with the TV series. Um like Mandalorian, I feel like was awesome. Book of Boba Fett was awesome. Mm. I am the most excited for the Ahsoka series because I know you fuck with the Kenobi one, bro. The Kenobi series, long time coming. Fuck with it. I it literally brought me to tears seeing Obi Wan and Anakin fighting like that again, and seeing just the fucking the pure rage and everything that was coming off of Vader towards Kenobi and it wasn't it like obviously anybody that knows anything about Star Wars knows that it's an entirely fucked situation from the get go but it it was just really cool seeing you know like middle aged Kenobi before the first Star Wars movie that ever released and he didn't really look all that middle aged like Ewan McGregor ages just gracefully man like, like fine wine no seriously everyone <laughs> aged gracefully you wouldn't think like 20 years already passed yeah seriously whatever I don't know what, what's going on but it's, it's happening man like seriously and it's just like one thing I really appreciate about the Kenobi series that it actually built a connection between Obi-Wan Kenobi and Leia without it making it seem like it was just kind of shoehorned in you know what I'm saying like Stop. oh yeah like way through stories I know about this guy. Yeah. 
And like anybody that has read the books, or which there are so many books, there are so many books, a lot, um, or the comics, or anything, or even played like any of the old games, they would already know about Ben Kenobi's relationship with Leia, but they wouldn't know about it in the extent that we do now without the Mandalorian. And I think that that part specifically is so cool because like John Favreau has really taken Star Wars and just just did right with it. I don't know who they got to direct for the you know for the sequel series. It wasn't even supposed to be like that. They weren't even supposed to be like a first order. It was actually originally supposed to be Darth Maul, supposed to be like the main villain, and and actually it was supposed to be in the and like the the. The, the galaxy was supposed to be an anarchy because it was now nobody to really take control, you know, to really. So that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see, like, it was supposed to be more deep with criminals and stuff, like seeing that world because we saw, like, the Republic, then we saw the Empire. Yeah. We should have seen, like, an anarchy. Definitely. Star Wars and an anarchy to really see just like what was what. The entire galaxy just in utter chaos. That would be so cool. That would have been cool because it would have just gave it a new breath of fresh air. Yeah. The thing is, everything was so stale in the sequel series. Like, you know, we're supposed to believe Ben Solo is just evil for no reason and tempted to go into the light side. It's like, you don't know how this stuff works. People are tempted to go to the dark side. Ben Solo is like the epitome of an emo kid. No dead ass. It's, it's like, you know, and it's just like his parents talking about it's like, yeah, he's he's on the dark side. He'll, he'll come back one day. And I'm like, dude, this person is murdering people. What are you talking about? He's like literally slaughtering entire Even plants. Jeffrey Dahmer's parents is like, what the hell? Like, y'all are just like, yeah, like, he's kind of evil now. But, you know, he's just going through a phase. Like, come yeah. on. Like, dude, these people are literally Hitler, kind of. Dude, you know, it's just, there's just so much things about it. There's just like me and my brother were just talking about it for like an hour just driving and it's just like you got freaking like luke skywalker on like this other planet the planet extended look amazing because yeah. it's like you know it, it was the the whole first planet with the race started on another desert planet it's just like it was a fresh air yeah. different planets different settings let's do that and uh, it's just like you, you got him drinking like sealed titty milk and everything <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, come on, man! This dude was trying to freaking fight the empire off the farm, and you're getting milk. That's his retirement plan. What kind of nutrients is with that, man? Like, why would you put that in the movie in the first place? I'm just still like that rolls my eyes so heavy, like green seal titty milk yeah no like why why was that man chugging that shit like that no (laughs) how long has he been on that island to be so comfortable just i don't even know man um i think for me one of the coolest things about like the new skywalker series specifically was um seeing the sith homeworld of uh exegol because now that we have seen something as big as the Sith homeworld and like the Sith main temple. Now they're going to be more willing to dive into with the Sith acolyte series. That's supposed to come out. I think at the end of 2023, they're going to be willing to dive into more like Lord of the Rings size battles where it's Jedi versus Sith, like thousands of them. It would be so 
fucking cool, man. With the right director. Dude. Because it's like, it don't matter what you do. If you're not directing it at a cool pace, what's the point? Yeah. Like, it's just like, dude, like that whole three movies, it's just like, I just, it just felt like one big episode. It didn't even feel like things were different, stakes were different. Like, at least, like, you know, like, with, like, the like the original trilogy, those new concepts yeah. and everything. When you first saw the Jedi action and everything with Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, you know, you got something to look forward to. Like, okay, Luke's gonna try this thing. Yeah. And then, like, oh, he, he becomes a master now. Let's see how he does this. Oh, a new lightsaber. That's that's crazy. But even before, there's bounty hunters. There's freaking slugs with, that are gangsters and stuff. You know, there's freaking rancors. And stuff. There's new concepts added and it starts differently every time. But, and then even in the sequel series, I mean, the prequel series, it's just like, it was different. You see the world differently. You see Jedi's actually in action in a world with more Jedi's and just three or two and then like plus another one and you know it just it just makes things it just keeps making things interesting people used to shit on the prequels because of Christian Hayden since it wasn't even his acting it was the script but it was just like dude it's just like the way the sequel series are coming I wouldn't even complain I didn't complain then because it's like it, it was still it was still pretty balanced. Let, let's be honest, people only really hated the prequels because Hayden Christensen was having to kill a bunch of kids. It wasn't nothing about his acting. Like, yeah, he might have been a little stiff. He might have been a little monotonous with his vocals. But you know what? He's freaking Darth Vader. He's yeah. supposed to be a villain. You're supposed to see him going mad. Like, have y'all ever met a brooding teenager? Because that's what Anakin is supposed to be at that time, a brooding teenager. They may come out to be a brooding teenager, but dude, like, I know they try to vilify the whole attachment thing, but they could have found some way around it. You know, like, they didn't give a damn about his mom as a slave on a freaking planet. Like, y'all had no money to get this woman off of this planet. At least put her in a safer spot. She can keep her, or at least check in every once a year. Would it really make, make, like, mess up the whole process he still remembers his mom you took him away from his mother probably the only family he had (laughs) he didn't have freaking like a bunch of that was his only family his mom and they freaking you just let her off that dangerous planet they're already playing with fire already by letting him in anyway at least try to get the loose ends oh how many connections he got Oh, oh just one just one parent Wonderful, dude. <laughs> Just put him in an apartment. Let Let me recommend something to you real fast. I have been recently reading uh, Star Wars novels. Oh no, I got ADHD, man. I'm sorry. Uh, like, well, I, I, I'll look at vi- I'll look at the videos and have somebody else explain it. That's like Word. I like it when people do that. Like, just break it down for me. I got ADHD. Like, I got this one book called The Four Agreements, and I'm I had to start all the way over because it's like literally I hadn't touched that book in like months. And like, I already forgot what I was learning in that book. Well, I do recommend the Star Wars Old Republic trilogy. Mm. Um, one, most of them touch on uh like pre-republic and pre like thousands of years before the clone wars yeah um hello this is my friend bethany bethany this is tea (laughs) i go great in marshmallows (laughs) um 
but yeah, the Old Republic series is really awesome. No, I bet. I know I've seen the trailers for like the game and everything. It seems like a whole lot of world building and stuff. At yeah. least, like, at least it seems kind of more balanced, some more Sifts, and there's just so much Jedi. So it's like it's like an actual war, which is like that's what really catches my eye about. And the whole what's his name, Darth Revan, and, uh, and stuff of Dude, that nature. Darth and, Revan is such a complicated and wonderful character. No, see, I've seen the YouTube videos. I've seen the YouTube videos, but it's just like you know, it's just there's so many concepts. I feel like at least the Old Republic, if if they can get somebody on it to actually bring it to like actual screen and everything. Keanu Reeves, dude. If Keanu Reeves is not Darth Revan, I will riot. He is the perfect person to play Revan. You have him in fantastically heroic roles, like where he's in the Matrix. You have him in anti-hero roles where he plays Constantine, where he's literally fighting Satan. Like it, it Keanu Reeves would be the perfect person to play Revan, both as the Jedi and the Sith, because he he just naturally conveys the gray areas that are the reality of things so well. Yeah, man. I mean, see, and then there's something to sink your teeth in with that, but it's just like these sequels here. I know I keep coming back, but it's just like, dude, like, bro, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be that hard to. If you want to kill off all the characters, I mean, that's although that's fine. That is a okay, but it's like, dude, don't leave him on a cliffhanger. Don't do all this weird stuff, like saying that, like freaking Luke Skywalker, same Luke Skywalker that thought Darth Vader had some good in him, yeah. mind you, just felt some type of way about his nephew. Like, come on. <laughs> it's just like, don't don't do that. At least look deeper into the character before putting him on screen. Definitely. Like, it's just like, you know, it's like I, every time I go into the movie, even when I was younger, I was like, eh, I'm not. Something's missing. It's like my uncle just thought, like, oh, because there wasn't a whole lot of lightsaber battles. And I'm like, no, dude, it's like the builder. You mean to tell me like this woman right here just knows how to use like freaking lightsaber things after like how long? Yeah. After not even taking a class, not even an online course. You're telling me she's a master of the force and she never went through padawan training and she's a master of the force within a week just because leia is her teacher i'm sorry leia organa is a fantastic person a fantastic leader yeah a fantastic character and um you know, she also went through Jedi training with Luke and everything. I would have loved to see her, like, actually be the one that finds Rey, and then, like, she actually becomes that master for her. I would have loved to see that. And then maybe Luke can kind of continue, like, the stuff in the second one. They can kind of co- co-master her. I would have... I never got to see Leia be a master. Like, and it was like... You want to know why we never got to see Carrie Fisher, specifically, as Leia, uh, with a lightsaber? Why not? She didn't want to pick one up. She was like, no, that's not for me. No, thanks. She doesn't want to be a, a lightsaber person. Yeah, she was like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but they could have gotten CGI. Like, yeah, and I mean, they did for the scene where uh, her and Luke are running through the like yeah, forest yeah, training. Younger and everything. They're getting really good at that. I love yeah. the technology that they're doing. They did the same thing with that in the Cobra Kai show. I don't know if you've been watching Cobra Kai, but it's amazing. Are you able to pause that? Uh, okay, I'll surely hold up a second. Hold up. Uh, okay. Hey, y'all, it's just like, I know we gotta leave this at a cliffhanger and everything, because it's, like, it's literally almost 12 in the morning. Yeah. Like, I'm not even, I didn't even realize how much time passed, bro. I, I shouldn't even be out this late. But it's just like, dude, like, no, seriously, it's just, it's crazy. 
it's so 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 crazy but it's just like i really am glad to hop on with my boy chase and everything chase elswick and everything we go back to queens grand been friends ever since even though we haven't really been hanging out in a while you know that's just adult life man some of us are just friends from afar and everything yeah. you know maybe one day he will probably be in the crowd when i'm like you know at my concerts or something yeah, like that yeah, you know <laughs> you know he really likes my mixtape somehow yeah, <laughs> i think it's all right but he thinks it's really really nice so i appreciate him for the feedback on that yes, and everything but it's like we gotta really cut this loose because like <laughs> we could probably do this again some other time maybe for season three definitely <laughs> for season three but this is really really long i don't even know if anybody's even listened to this this far into the damn podcast but it is what it is but thanks Hey man, check back next time if you want to hear some crazy ass Star Wars comments and shit. I I got I I am a well of knowledge when it comes to Star Wars. <laughs> you know, maybe like maybe for season three we can get like Hun- Hunley on too and everything. Ooh. We can just we probably just get a whole set and everything. So I can just I just want to get to 150 so I can change the format. So once I get some equipment to change the format, we can actually sit down and actually do this yeah. simultaneously and stuff of that nature. But you know, I want to say thanks again for hopping on. You got anything else you want to say? We can we bounce. Or that the last thing you're gonna say. Ah uh, well, you know, thanks everybody for listening. You know, check out T's mixtape, man. It's pretty fire. <laughs> Ego trip. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. All right, take care. All right, good night.